0: Welcome to Get Up In The Cool, old time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's featured friend is very dear to me and I'm sure to many of you as well. Fiddler, banjoist, tunesmith and vessel of the old time muse, Jane Rothfield. Also joining us as accompanists are Peter Oswald on cello and Alan Carr on guitar. Between Jane's whimsical talent, Peter's unparalleled thoughtfulness and taste, Alan's deep and diverse musical wisdom and I like to think my enabling spirit. We had quite the jam. I think you're going to like it. October is get up in the cool month. If you've been listening, you've heard some of the biggest names in old time tell personal stories and play incredible music ranging from impeccable and pristine to primal get the wind knocked out of you stuff. And hopefully if you've been listening, you've left a five-star review on iTunes, share the show on your favorite old time bluegrass or folk music Facebook page, and... Maybe tap some of your unique connections to influential individuals and organizations to give this little show a leg up. If you're just tuning in, all of that stuff is pretty painless and you can probably do it on the phone while you listen. My final call to action in this last week of October is this. Sign up to regularly support Get Up In The Cool on Patreon. To get personal for a second, as a musician, you try not to measure your success financially. especially for personal projects, because it can be disheartening. But you've all been so encouraging about the show. I've never been this encouraged to do anything. (laughs) It's rare to really want to do something and also have a whole community of people say, yeah, we also want you to do that. How can we help? Thank you so much, everyone. It means a lot. So to those of you who are less susceptible to pathos, I have a couple incentives up my sleeve. (laughs) If you sign up to support Get Up In The Cool on Patreon before the end of October, you'll get a best of 2016 CD mailed to you. I also just readjusted the Patreon rewards. If you want to download the music of Get Up In The Cool every week, you can sign up at the $10 an episode level. If you sign up before the end of October, you can get the same reward for $8 an episode. Perfect for those of you who want to spend time learning the tunes and those of you who want to increase your already enormous playlist of old time recordings by six or seven tunes a week. That adds up fast. For those of you who really want to dive in, I'm unveiling my Banjo Club, a weekly video tutorial where I explain how I play your favorite tunes and Get Up in the Cool. This is kind of a trial thing, but if enough people sign up, I'll make it permanent. Please sign up for Patreon if the show means something to you and you can swing it financially. If you've been putting it off, now is the perfect time. Just go to CameronDeWitt.com and click the button that says Patreon. There will also be a link on Get Up In The Cool's Facebook page and in this episode's description on your podcatching app. Okay, sorry about all that business. Pledge Drive is over next week, I swear. Here's my jam and chat with Jane Rothfield. Enjoy. You want, to, you want to tell us what that that tune name was, Jane?
1: Well, that's a tune that uh, someone uh, actually—it's called Harry Garrison. Uh huh. But it only came out like that because someone said that uh, before it was named, that it sounded like a Gary Harrison tune. And Gary Harrison was a, an incredible tune writer and inspiration to me. And I think I might have come out like left-handed backwards and said it reminded me of a Harry Garrison. Tune. Oh, so that so, was just total can <laughs> Yeah, I think it was just a. One of those, one of those great moments of tune naming.
0: The the first time <laughs> we played that together, um, you said, "I'm thinking about calling it Harry Garrison," but I'm concerned that some people might not appreciate it. And I said, "Who cares? That's a great <laughs> name. You gotta okay, name so that it tune your fault, <laughs> right. Garrison." Well, I I think I helped push it over the edge, oh, and then so I started intro- When you would play it at jams, I started intro. I was like, "That tune's called Harry Garrison. Isn't that the best joke ever?" And then. People seem to get on board.
1: Well, that's because you have just that winning smile. Oh, yeah. You can't see it on the radio, but he does.
0: Uh, Jane Rothfield.
1: Hey. Welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Yeah, finally. <laughs> Thanks, finally. Cameron. It's great to be that's here. it has been a
0: little bit of an ordeal trying to get you on the show, but yeah. uh, only because you're in such high demand.
1: Well, you know, we live so close by. Yeah, it's that's the so natural thing not to be able to coordinate yeah. those
0: things. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's good to... Good to have you. So no one else is going to try to come have a conversation with you in the middle of it. We're isolated in oh. in Peter's house. Peter's here. Hi, Peter. Hello. Also, Alan. Hi. Yeah, Peter third, Oswald, Alan Carr.
1: Third floor, Fishtown, Pennsylvania. Yeah, or old old, old Kensington,
0: ye old oldie Kensington. right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, um, we're gonna play uh, we're gonna play some original tunes. We're gonna play some traditional tunes. But first off, I just want to ask how did you get into? Uh, how did you get into playing old time? I know somehow Scotland was involved playing fiddle, and then coming back somehow Alan got in the picture. What's the pathway? I have, and Suzuki. I- oh well,
1: <laughs> yes, many many years ago. I've got I got bits and pieces. Well, I was the lucky one out of four uh, four siblings uh, because when we all got. Went to go to Juilliard for our music lessons in New York City. <laughs> Thank you, Mom and Dad. Thanks, Mom. Had great, have great parents. Really amazing parents who loved music, and they had four kids and wanted a string quartet. Um, and we were really, I was, you know, I was really fortunate. But I, I got the Suzuki teacher, Miss Louise Barnd, and um, she. I just recently found out that she had just come back from Japan and basically brought the Suzuki method over in nineteen and uh, and I was one of her first little little kids that she taught uh, this method to she was a classical teacher and um, it was perfect for me because I'm very intuitive I don't know numbers I can't you know I'm that sort of that kind of learner so and it's interesting because I just asked my mom about that the other day and you know how did they know that I should have had the Suzuki teacher and she said she didn't know but the people who were assessing me probably (laughs) figured it out pretty quickly you know yeah so, uh, so I did that you know for three three years, and didn't really I was never really a classical violinist, but I got a really good ear and then my sister, Susie Thompson, who's older than me she star she was sort of a folky and played the guitar and sang and started playing fiddle and bluegrass when she was mm-hmm. in high school and I was in grade school and junior high and just really moved to Connecticut and started going to fiddle contests and went to the Bristol old time Fiddlers club and got to play with a bunch of amazing um French-Canadian, American-Canadian, Quebec fiddlers from Connecticut and went to a lot of bluegrass festivals and heard Kenny Baker and Vassar Clements and all these amazing musicians playing a lot. And I just never really looked back. So it's been an amazing road. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, You, um, when I was at your house a year or so ago, you showed me a picture on the wall and you're like, look, I was (laughs) like, who who, who are these people? This little girl and a uh a tall if i remember a tall thin east asian man mm-hmm. and you're like that's suzuki yeah this is me playing with suzuki and i was like get out of here yeah it was <laughs> that's uh, incredible. yeah
2: it
1: was it was pretty amazing experience we went to I remember going to a couple of these conferences i guess they were showing us off or something and, uh-huh. and i got a chance to have a lesson with mr suzuki and he didn't speak any english and you can't see on the radio but then one thing i remember was that uh that he kept I must've been looking around cause he kept taking my nose and like pushing it over. So I continue to look down the, the fingerboard the proper way, you know, but there is a really amazing picture where he's got his hands up sort of conducting and he's actually smiling and I'm holding my fiddling fiddle in my hand and I'm laughing and it just, just looks like me. Yeah. Yeah. He's always trying to have fun. So yeah,
0: that's great. Um, well let's, uh, let's play this next tune and then I want to hear chapter two.
1: Okay, well, we're okay. gonna have to get retuned okay. here. We were in cross A for that last tune. Part of my musical journey has been—I um, love to play with lots of different people, and I love to go up to people that I don't know and say, "Hey, let's play." And I—and I, that has has done me well. Yeah, I got a chance to play with some amazing musicians from around the world, including yourself, Cameron. Yes wasn't just the food just that i was feeding you the... <laughs> that enticed you to play um and uh and this tune uh, i uh is from kentucky and um i really first heard uh it played by paul david smith who passed away a few years ago and he was a great kentucky fiddler and also a great banjo player and he basically grew up uh playing music with snake chapman who was an amazing traditional fiddler and Um, Made up lots of tunes, which is what I like to do, Um, and um, and I got to play this a lot with Paul David, and so I like to think that there's a bit of a connection there with the old traditional guy. Yeah. Um, and it's called Squirrel Hunter, and what's what's Snake Chapman's deal?
0: Where is he? Did did he write this tune? No. Okay. It's a
1: traditional tune. Okay. And I, I just wanted to also share this. One of the things that I I was always amazed at when I when I did play with Paul David because he was pretty straight straight ahead Kentucky fiddler. And my friend Jamie McCown introduced us and took me to, to to play music with him. I said, you know, is Paul how Paul will Paul feel about if I kind of stray off the melody? Yeah. And he said, Jane, don't worry about it. We'll be fine. And from the first note, Paul and I played like like we were related. It yeah. was so peculiar. <laughs> But wonderful. Yeah. And so uh, I just want to say that out there that, you know, it's okay to express yourself with this music because yeah. it's a living, <laughs> living being thing. <laughs> so here's my version of Squirrel Hunters.
0: playing with you Jane because you um <laughs> uh you I do love these. with you okay good <laughs> I'm Peter. Uh, and
1: Peter
0: and Alan it's nice to be reminded <laughs> but uh I love your you always throw this little these little rhythmic things that um uh are very interesting and I'm sure a lot more intuitive to play on on fiddle than the arm climb banjo I'm like okay How am I going to play that rhythm with this claw hammer stroke? And I'm like, uh, yeah, so I've learned how to do so many things just playing with you out of necessity for playing playing the rhythm matching game with you. Well, it
1: goes both ways Uh because you sometimes throw in those little funky rhythms as well. Yeah, sometimes a purpose. (laughs) And sometimes it can be a little bit of a game, you know, kind of throw something and see if someone's going to hit it back. Yeah lob it back so you can smash it back. Like yeah. It tens- no, just kidding. <laughs> it's awfully fun. Yeah. yeah. Nice job on the cello there, yes. Peter. Yes, was... and Alan on the guitar.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when, when, did, when did Scotland and when did Alan happen? I want to hear this story. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Well, many, many years ago, uh-huh. I had the opportunity to go and do a study abroad for my junior year at college. I was studying p- political studies. I was going to be a public health policy person. Anyway, I went to Scotland.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I always loved this part of the story of old time musicians. And then I was going to be a molecular
1: biologist. <laughs> <You> know,
0: for...
1: <laughs> that was my dad. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, and so uh, I, I, I got the opportunity to go to Aberdeen. And basically, I chose Aberdeen because I thought I could speak the language. And uh, I could take classes with the other Scottish people at the university. That intrigued me. And so the first week I was there, there was a folk concert. Imagine that. So I brought my fiddle with me. And uh, Alan was up there wearing overalls because he he'd actually just been in America visiting some friends who live right near here, actually, um, some young ladies, and had Gone to America and was in, learned some bluegrass songs, and so right before he announced the song that he was going to sing, I thought of that very song, huh? And it was in search of Amelia Earhart, and he sang that song. So of course I did an American woo, yeah, and went up and introduced myself afterwards, and yeah, that was kind of that was kind of it, I guess, you know.
0: That's interesting that you he, he met you when you were on your sort of Scottish pilgrimage and you met him when he was in overalls playing American music
1: <laughs> well I you yeah. know actually I wasn't really on a Scottish pilgrimage right. really because I don't really have that in my people right <laughs> but uh I did uh enjoy traveling there the summer before so I thought I'd try it yeah. again see see if I would have it. Another good time. And Alan is a wonderful traditional singer. So that opened up a whole other realm of yeah. Celtic music and at the time, that was at the time when amazing bands like Silly Wizard and the Battlefield Band and just everything was just exploding in Celtic traditional music really bending the genre and yeah. people were writing lots of music. So that was really inspiring and that's really I can't, probably where I kind of first got uh, inspired uh, to make up tunes. But actually that's not true because the A year before I had been, uh, I'd gotten a chance to meet and listen to Hank Bradley and Jody Stecker play a lot of music, and they did some original stuff. And I think that's really when I realized, hey, that's all right. Maybe I could do that.
0: It is all right, isn't it? it is. Yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, so I've been I've been making up tunes. They kind of just show up. I'm not a very cerebral person. I don't write the music out. Mm-hmm. I usually just sing it into an answering machine or a recording device or something. And um if I'm lucky enough I capture it at the moment and and it's done. Yeah. So.
0: That's still something I'm working on trying to figure out how to how to I think it's your your intuitiveness for like the way that you play like lends itself really well to getting other people involved because you're playing things that are intuitive. They're still real quirky, <laughs> <laughs> but they're intuitive and they make sense. Okay. Oh, and it's like that, that Harry Garrison tune. It's like, yeah, it sort of feels like you heard a Harry Garrison tune and then just sort of like... Gary Harrison tune. <laughs> uh, no, I'm... Oh, brother. Like you heard a Gary Harrison tune <laughs> and, uh, and like... Um, very creatively misremembered it, or almost that said, the, the and the, I, I guess that's how a lot of the tunes have evolved not as like necessarily being written, but being misremembered. But it almost has that feeling of a tune that he wrote that was misremembered and then totally morphed into something else. It's like, yeah, uh, that's really cool. It has all of those, those little shapes, but then those really weird rhythms are all Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Brace lengths.
1: Yeah, I like those yeah. rhythms yeah. for
0: sure. Well, uh, shall we get to shall we get to D real
1: quick? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's play play some D tunes.
1: Yeah. So let's see. We've got something on the list here. It says Jane's D tune.
0: Yeah.
3: So
1: this is a tune I actually haven't named yet, and we I thought I might have a name before we start our conversation, but. We'll just call it Jane's D-Tune.
0: We can do a write-in.
1: Could do a write-in, yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. If
0: anyone has any names, yeah, any ideas.
1: I've got a whole bunch of names. <clears throat> excuse me, written uh, on my phone in my little list of tune names, but I don't. I remember any of them. Uh-huh. No, is this <laughs> is this my...
0: <laughs> tune name list? Like this is a cool tune name. Yes. And then you write cool tunes, and then you're like, see which one drop. Ma- yeah. Mix and match.
1: I actually never have done that, but it's a good idea. Like, uh-huh. you know, you're saying, oh, that made a great tune name. So you write it down, and then you just have to remember to look at the list when you're naming a tune. Uh-huh. But I don't remember when this tune came out. I, I'm pretty sure I made this up on the banjo quite a number of years ago. And it's sort of, um, it's sort of a series. Uh, a lot of my recent tunes have not been even. They've mm-hmm. been a little... Cr- Little crooked, not horribly crooked, but even within their own space. Yes. Like I don't yes. know if there's dropped beats necessarily. Right. Like weirdo drop beats. Uh-huh. But, or maybe there are. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, let me get to D let's real quick.
0: Go. I, I need to
1: So I'm playing a, a a lovely instrument made by Bob McCluskey, who lives down the D.C. area. Robert. W. McCluskey. And uh, if anybody is interested in finding more about it, you can go online. But he makes great violins. And this is this is actually a violin that's his own design as opposed to, you know, a French or German uh, master copy, so to speak. Yeah. It
0: does feel really unique under the fingers. Like I haven't really played anything that
1: it's got a really good low end which I really love. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. everything growls. Um anyway, so here's Jane's Detune. Jane's Detune.
0: Submissions. N- now accepting submissions. <laughs> <laughs> More more typical of our normal <laughs> jams.
1: Yeah. I think we got a little yellow yellow penalty card there. Yeah, yellow card. Well well thanks for playing that with me because that's <laughs> just kind of hasn't really haven't recorded that one yet. Yeah. So that's that's something maybe we might have to do. Yes, certainly. I mean we just did, but
0: we just did, but Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In a more official capacity. Mm. Yeah. Uh Jane's D tune. Anyone mm-hmm. has any ideas for names? So we met at uh, Lake Janeiro. It must have been three, three Janeiros ago now. Yeah, I think, because baby generos. was not born. Yeah, baby was cooking, <laughs> but uh, not not ready to come out of the oven, as it were. Yeah, and uh, we met then. And uh,
1: did I feed you?
0: I'm sure you did. <laughs> I'm sure you did, as we've. Joked before. Yes. You bring in all the all the young musicians with the food because they don't have any food. <laughs> Didn't pack any food, and then they come for the food, stay for the tunes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So now
1: they're making me food.
0: Yeah. Now, yeah. The, for the first time, I think I made <laughs> I made you food this this last <laughs> rock bridge, and it's nice to return a little bit yes. of that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you wrote this next tune on day four of Clifftop. And you called it day four. Day four. Yes. Has this one been recorded no. yet? No. So this is a new one too. Yeah. This is exciting. This is it is. exclusives.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. So, someone asked me how these, how I make up, how I write my tunes, and uh, just a little plug for my one of my late one of my latest CDs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of getting ridiculous, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Last year I I made a CD called Out of Thin Air, which sort of describes where the tunes come from for me. I always feel very privileged when they show up and I can grab them for my own and and play them. And um, it's a CD I made with all my own original tunes. And you can get it at my uh, CD Baby or you can get in touch with me through my website at JaneRothfield.com. Um, and I have been going to Clifftop. I think probably for maybe twelve or thirteen years. and yeah. I've lost count. Um, and every year I go earlier, and and well, I stay till the end, but I go earlier. So this year I actually got there on when did I get there on Wednesday? Oh wow! I don't remember. And it, the maybe official thing starts Friday. the Wednesday after. Right. right? Yeah. No, I got there the Thursday before. Okay. So um, so I called this day four because I was sitting around. I think I was yeah. sitting around with Hilary Burhands, yeah. who is a great friend and a great banjo player, and this tune came out, and um, that was it. Yeah. So I call it day four. And recently I was on a contra dance tour, and we played it as a jig yeah. and then into a reel, and that was kind of fun. But we're going to play it as a reel, I think. Right?
0: Yes. Yes. Certainly. Okay. I, I'm not going to jig on this thing. <laughs>
1: I believe this is an everyone
0: tune. And join in, yep. boys.
1: Yeah. And the A part will sound like another tune, but it's not. That tune.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Ending chord. That's so good. I bah. Just no, I just hit that note, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm just
3: going <laughs> to
0: No, I love ending on the four. That's cool. It wasn't intentional. I just <laughs> hit that note. Sorry. I like it if you like it.
1: Oh, hey. Okay. You didn't see me leave the room, did yeah. you?
0: <laughs> That's it. That's the That's last it. I'm job. out of here. Ending a chord on the Tune on the four. All right. Oh, man. Um...
1: Nice job there, Peter and Alan. Yeah. Playing on that tune we yeah, haven't played very nice. much. so yeah. It's coming to life. Yeah,
0: I, I hate to put you on the spot, but... Write a tune now. Write a tune now. I was right going to say, we, we should uh, we should play Theo's waltz. Oh, yeah. Because there's a good story behind that. Yes. That, uh, that is relevant to our relationship. Yes. We should do that. Okay. We have enough time. Let's do another okay. tune. Okay.
1: Absolutely. Great. So Theo is... Uh, Rebecca and Cameron's lovely little boy, who at this time is going on two in mm-hmm. December. And I met him when he was six weeks old. And we went to your house and we were playing, and he was just sitting there squeaking. I tell this story at all my gigs sitting there squeaking and gurgling and looking around. And then the visual is really the most important part. But this little baby with the big eyes, he's looking at me, he's got he's fixing me with his eyes. And then I'm looking at him and all of a sudden the eyes shut. And this tune showed up. He mm. went to sleep and sent me this tune. Yeah. And I started playing, and Alan realized it was a new tune as it was happening. And before I got to the second A part, he had the recording device. B part showed up. You were there, right? And that was it. And it's not really changed much since then.
3: Yeah.
1: And um, it's in G. I'm not sure if you've played this before or not, but it's pretty pretty straightforward. If well, I'll need to take
0: too. a just a minute to get to G, and then let's play it.
1: OK, yeah. yeah. It's pretty straightforward there, Peter. It's okay. kind of, you, you, you know, guitar. guitar it? you, yeah, okay. it's in G. It's it's kind of
2: telescopes. It's got yeah, some inter- interesting easily.
0: minors though in the, in that B section. Yeah, well, it might an, be good to. There's an E minor. Thanks. I don't know why I didn't think to suggest this earlier.
1: Okay. Birdie. <laughs> birdie,
3: birdie, birdie. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how to get <laughs> yeah, there, but, you The know, perfect, know, perfect
0: ending to... <laughs> Always the sensitive musician Your husband <laughs> Alright, well We got one more you want to tell us how you um, oh. conceived of, the, conceived of this, this version of this tune? Cuckold him.
1: Well, I will actually tell you because it was sort of unexpected. Yeah. Um, I was up at a festival in Montreal this last spring, the Festival Le Grand Rencontre, and I was up there and I had a solo set and I've never played solo before hmm. in all my career. I'd never, ever done a solo Anything. Huh. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, I could play in any key. I could yeah. do whatever I want. So uh, I thought I would play a old hen, which is kind of, you know, it's a, as a standby. I've been singing it and playing it for years. <clears throat> so I lowered the key to G instead of an in A. And I got up there and I just played it like like this version that I'm going to play. It was slow. It was kind of ballady. It was dark. It was it's sort of not very it was not good for the hen right yeah and so and it's been funny I, I, people have really responded to it i've sung it at uh, numerous places now and people keep coming up to me asking me where i got that version of yeah of the tune and
0: i from jane land
1: jane land <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, new, new album Took cover a little trip um so i'm gonna get my banjo because i think i have to retune it yes yes and so hold on
0: yeah I like that this one has a, it's like, you're like regretful. It's like, come on, old hen. Don't make me do this.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Don't make me put you in the pot it's and boil a up. It's
0: such emotionally complicated rendition. It's for an already emotionally complicated tune. <laughs>
1: well, it's metaphor, you know, Cameron, yeah. <laughs> for things about life. Yeah. Don't you know?
0: Uh, I'm starting. I'm only twenty-seven, so <laughs> everything's a little bit literal for me at the moment. But I'm working on it. Uh,
1: well, put your pretend like you know, be one of the characters in the song. Yes. And have it be a metaphor for your life.
0: Yeah. I don't know what the hand is in my. I'm life. rolling my eyes. Well,
1: okay. I don't really mean this. I'm just. Like, uh, this
0: oh, is oh, the, this oh, is the last oh. tune, uh, other than the, the the bonus track, which oh, is
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> which is "Walk Like an Egyptian." Oh. Uh, I think we got to have incentive for yes. people to know what it is. It's walk like an Egyptian. It is done with old time instruments. Yes. So if you want to hear that, uh, I will include details on how to get your get your ears.
1: It's epic.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> is.
1: Will change your life.
0: Yeah. Uh, thanks Maybe. so much for being oh, on the show. Thank you, Cameron.
1: Hey.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll do it again sometime. I'm planning on doing like. 50 or so of these a year so we'll oh, have a volume two okay that'd be great yeah thanks Peter Oswald and thank you, Alan Peter Carr and
1: and Alan Carr, yes <laughs> thank you Cameron thanks thanks to everybody for listening support yeah. getting up in the cool because yeah. it's really groovy
0: that's my new my new subtitle on iTunes <laughs> it's really groovy it's really groovy, <laughs> it's really groovy. Jane Rothfield <laughs> 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 till day Jane Rothfield alright <laughs> Alright. Okay, here comes. <laughs>
2: Men. She legs eggs for the railroad men Sometimes eight, sometimes ten That's enough for the railroad man. Oh, cluck, old hen, cluck hey, and hey, sing Ain't hey, hey, laying eggs they they last they spring they Oh, cluck, old hen, cluck hey, and song Makes the sleigh last long. My own hand she won't do. She legs eggs and taters too. First time she cackles, she cackles in the lot. Next time she cackles, she cackles in the pot. Oh, cluck old hand, cluck and Sleigh bells free Oh, cook old hand cook and squall. Ain't to sleigh
0: listening friends if you want to hire jane or even dare i say this particular ensemble go to JaneRothfield.com and click the tab that says contact while you're there check out videos from jane's seemingly endless projects and buy all of her cds especially her album of originals out of thin air also check out her band with nathan bontrager hen's teeth They're on tour right now in the UK and pretty soon, their CD will be available for order and download. I'll make sure to let you know when that happens. If you want to support Get Up In The Cool on Patreon, now is a pretty ideal time. Sign up before the end of October to get special rates on rewards and reserve a copy of your very own Best of 2016 CD. Just go to CameronDeWitt.com and click on the button that says Patreon. This little pledge drive experiment may be over, but there's still some awesome episodes around the corner, so I'll see you same time next week for more Get Up in the Cool.